I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Stern Farmer Young with a laid back tongue that aims to succeed and achieve at 21 just like Ringling Brothers. Our days in astound. Captivate the mask because the pale is profound. Do it for the strong. We do it for the meek. Booming or you're booming or you're booming in your Jeep or your Honda or your Beamer or your Legend or your Benz. The rave of the town to your foes and your friends. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it's uh, Monday night, primetime Eagles football that I'm missing for this podcast because mm-hmm. we love y'all so much. <laughs> and uh, I'm getting a little choked up thinking about it. I got fantasy on the line. Karen has a fantasy team on the line. Of course, I've already delivered a magnanimous mm-hmm. beat down to uh, Sterling. I'm also in the lead for the first ever, uh, well, it's not really the Ike Turner series because we decided we're just gonna make it that one league so but i'm beating karen's ass in one of the leagues sterling and karen are taking ass whoopings uh just call me ray rice in the elevator right now okay you know you know what i mean you delivering them two pieces call me adrian peterson with a switch because that is what <laughs> i am doing to the fantasy league right now this week yeah you whooping that ass mm-hmm. sterling had to tap out no moss no moss. I said, I still got LaShawn McCoy to go tonight, so it's not over. You know, you're going to really be the wound god when I get done with you. You know what I'm saying? That's how I do it. You running up the score. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, it's the Black Altills Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, all those great places. Just search the Black Out Tips and we'll come up and, uh, Everything will be fine and everybody will be happy. And that's really the only thing that matters. You can leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Um, just make sure they're five stars and we read them on the show every Saturday when we do our feedback. Yes, sir. Uh, contact information is on the site in the about section. Uh, thanks for everybody that, uh, does that. The address, everything's there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else am I talking about? Uh, I think that's about it, Karen. So, uh, Matter of fact, let's do let's do something different. Um, Twitter is Rodimus Prime, and my Twitter is say that again that as in D A T. Yeah, it's been a while since we did that, and the and the, the Twitter for the show is T B G W T. Make sure you follow all three of those because um, it's fun, man. Yes, and also uh, like us on Facebook, follow <coughs> us on Google Plus, and don't forget uh, for those of you that support the show and you like, well, I don't have the money to go premiering anything like that. One wonderful way to support the show is to donate your account. You can donate your Facebook and your Twitter account or both. And you can do once a day, and we won't do booty pics or anything like that, y'all. We'll just be like, hey, our show posted today, and just announcements about the show to help spread the word automatically with your accounts. We don't use your password or anything like that. We don't, you know, can't override your account. But it's a great way to help support the show, and it's absolutely positively free. Exactly. Uh, we got a lot of news to cover today, so we might as well just get into all the random news that's been happening. And we still have old news from other times, so. Yes. Um, I thought we'd do that. Um, also, um, y- you know, um, I'd like to thank all y'all, okay? You've been sending us a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of articles. Um, I've been live tweeting love and hip-hop hollywood with us oh lord have mercy that damn show ray j is back apparently so is soldier boy the king of the mediocre r&b reality tv shows swish, swish. 
about to show y'all how it's really done yes he is but uh yeah that was good we had to move the show start time back a little bit so we could do that oh also i made um dinner tonight it was delicious mm-hmm. made some uh zucchini and uh some buttermilk uh chicken uh and i got the recipe from uh rad film lawyer um on twitter and uh mm-hmm. olivia and uh it was delicious it was as good as she said yeah. it would be Shout, shout, shout out to her. We 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 seen you know you 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 donate to the church. We see you back in the back cooking the meals at the at the, at the services. You know what I'm saying. So we thank you. It didn't have garlic and stuff, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about random stuff that's been happening. Okay? okay, I forgot to mention this on our show yesterday. We talked about this road trip. Um, there. Oh wait, official weapon of the show is the taser. Unofficial sport, bullet ball, and bullet ball extreme. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Go to tweakedaudio.com. You can get yourself a nice pair of headphones like what Karen has on. Mm-hmm, I like my headphones. And you can use code TBGWT and get 33% off those headphones. All right? Yes, you can. And these aren't some cheap-ass bullshit headphones, man. These are some really nice headphones. Uh, we've had many in the studio. Karen has found a way to break them all, but somehow <laughs> Tweaked Audio keeps taking a licking and keeps on ticking. Ah, <laughs> Glenn, I do, I don't know how I break them. This is about the third or fourth pair. I'm just rough on shit. I, I don't know women, why. Women do be having them big old heads. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys, uh, go to tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. You also get free shipping. And it comes with a lifetime guarantee in addition to your 33% off. So, tweaked audio code TBGWT. All right, man. Um, I forgot to mention at the, at the, uh, wedding reception, there was this lady. She's tall, blonde. She's mm-hmm. wearing this really tight gray dress. Um, uh, she was there with her husband. Um, and, uh, you know, one of those people that, it feels like be the life of the party or whatever. I think she said she was a massage therapist or some something. But um she uh apparently, you know, I was one of the uh people in the wedding party mm-hmm. and when you come in you have to do a little bit of a dance, like, you know, before the bride and groom enter the wedding reception, like they introduce you, you know, like, Oh, it's Roderick and so and so and then you come in, they playing music and shit and you're like, Oh yeah, we hear y'all <laughs> doing the butt bump. Yeah, so um we come in and um, you know, they you know, we I guess people were noticing us or whatever, 'cause you know, you're in your 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 clothes or whatever, your your nice tuxedo and shit. But uh, you know, after a few minutes I changed out of that shit. I went to the van and yeah. changed it to a comfortable polo and some uh cargo right. shorts i was like fuck this gown let me get into a sundress and dance yeah so you know it was you know i want i like being comfortable more than i like looking uh good in a tuxedo <laughs> right so um i'm sitting at the table or whatever chilling because like i said i have dance phobia i don't dance uh very rarely um no, i'm the opposite i was dancing my ass off for hours yeah so karen goes out dancing i'm sitting there at the table looking at twitter and doing stupid shit you know talking to people at the table making small talk um and so this woman comes over and she's like talking to my parents or whatever and you know i'm just kind of like sitting there sipping on a drink looking at the dance floor and stuff watch karen dance or whatever and uh the lady comes over and she's talking to my dad and my mom and asking them who i am and 
I'm like, now that's a weird question because I'm sitting right here. She could have asked me straight up, but <laughs> they were like, oh, that's the groom's brother. Um, you know, Roderick. She's like, oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. And she was like, uh, she came and sat down next to me and she was like, uh, you know, uh, I saw you come in and I said, who is that guy with the beard? Cause I am going to dance with him. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, that's funny, man. I don't really dance. I said, I doubt I'll be dancing with anybody tonight. Um, and she was like, well, it's still early. So if you go out there and dance, you know, you get, I'll come find you. I said, all right, ma'am, you, you have a good one. You know, and I'm assuming, you know, she had that look like the world is her oyster anyway. You know, like, every, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's just, there's a certain look in America where it's just like, oh, people probably bend over backwards for this lady all the time. Right. You know, and I'm just looking at her like, all right, that's cool. You know, nice person. Nice to meet you. Didn't think anything else about it. I just knew, well, now I have even more reason not to dance. I'm not dancing with that lady. I don't know you. And where you come from? Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, later on, there was like a couple's dance or something. And my dad and my mom were like, what is going on with her? I was like, I don't know. They're like, she likes you. She, oh, cause she came up. She was like, yeah, I told them, I told my husband I was going to dance with the guy with the beard. And I, was, I was like, okay, well, no, you, you hate to make you a liar. Right. You're not going to do that tonight. Um, so then I go get a drink and then there's like, uh, the part, the, uh, like I said, I only danced twice with my brother and then I danced once with Karen when there was the married couples dance. Right. And they actually found us out. It was like, they married couple. We was like, like, each other, like, and it was like, get out there. Yeah. Um, so I went out there and danced with Karen for a little bit and then we, you know, went to the side when it was our, you know, cause they call you out. It's like, if you've been married one year or less, you can leave the flow. If you've been married five years or less, leave the flow. If you've been married 10 years or less, leave the flow. And then we got to 15. And it was like, oh, we ain't made it to 15. We sure didn't. So we had to leave the floor. You yeah, know, we made it three rounds. I was proud of us. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so then her and her husband were waiting off on the sideline. I didn't really see them. And she was like, Oh, um, it's, it's, you know, uh, oh, I saw you out there dancing. I was like, yep, yep. You know, um, <laughs> that was married couple dancing. And then she was like, I said I was going to dance with the guy with the beard and her husband standing right there. And then she just like stuck her hands all up in my beard. <laughs> that all in it? Yes, she did. Did you not see it? <laughs> you didn't see it? No. Oh, all right. I guess, I guess maybe it's true that. Uh, I hear there's like a huge problem. Like if, if women don't like other women putting their hands in their man beard, I don't know. I don't know the rules. I just I got this thing. I don't know. I don't know the rules. You just don't like people touching you, which is which is a, a thing yeah, in, all in itself. In yeah. general, and I've never had anyone other than like Layla or you touch my beard. You know, like that's just a weird thing to do in my opinion. Right, and Layla do it because it was hair, and she just touches it. Yeah. she's a kid. Yeah, but um. So, so yeah, um, I, I guess Karen missed it because I looked at Karen and she didn't have a look on her face and I was like, maybe Karen's just really cool, you know? A lot of women you on Twitter what? say that that's a big no-no and 
you know, I didn't, I wasn't expecting Karen to like throw a drink on her, but I was like <laughs> looking to see if she was going to be oh, like, what the fuck? You know what? I think I did. Cause, cause she did. She walked up on you and like put her hands all in your beard. I did see that. Okay. Yeah. You were right there. I was, okay. I, I was wondering how you missed it. <laughs> okay. But no, I was, I was looking at her like, okay, I, I guess you like beards. Okay. She was very excited. Yeah. Um, she was like beard. And then there's that weird moment where like her husband's there too. And it's like, this weird like quasi cuckold moment where it's like you cool with this like i don't want no problems dog i I did not initiate this shit at all you know what kind of lady you married right um so then like after that you know i went and sat back down and i won't lie man i felt a little violated i felt like is this what it's like to be street harassed as a woman i didn't ask for that right right that's really how it is it's just unwanted you just not looking for it and all of a sudden it's bam and you're going i i um um what's 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 really happening here i didn't expect this you literally came out of nowhere and just felt like you had the right to my body yeah like honestly uh, yeah don't slut shame me either guys like i was you know i knew people was gonna be on twitter like what did your beard have on and (laughs) what did your beard look like Yeah, going out there looking like that what do you expect i can't show appreciation by grabbing your beard but yeah, I was, <laughs> what did your beard smell like? Yeah, I went and sat down. I was like, I'm definitely not dancing. This lady, she grabbed my beard. Like, <laughs> well, I don't get on the dance floor. Next thing you know, she's all up in me, man. I don't need this. <laughs> so, yeah, I see people in the chat room. Rod, you must have provoked this. Clearly, it was Rod's fault. He was asking for it. Look at this. Beard means yes. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Y'all are all the Rush Limbaugh beards, man. But, uh, yeah, Beard Lady was kind of, I mean, she seemed like a fun person. Yes. And all that, but I just, uh, maybe it's just my thing about people touching me. It just felt like a weird moment. I was like, oh, are you really gonna do this? Cause if I like, like, you know, you have a nice butt in your gray dress. If I was just to like grab a handful of your ass, I'd be fighting your husband on the dance floor. Cause it'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Kind of problem is like, that's how I feel about my beard. The way you feel about your booty is how I feel about my beard. Cause it's a test of your body. Yeah. We should have like some type of agreement about what we can do to each other beforehand. Right. You know, I would never grab a handful of ass without asking. You know, uh, and I feel like the same thing should go to my beard. You should have to be like, can I touch your beard? And I should be like, no, that's crazy, person. <laughs> what are you doing? But, uh, anyway. Yeah, that, like, and that whole thing was, it was just hilarious because, like I said, I, because I'm such a laid back person, I thought, I looked, I was like, well, that's a thing. And, um, oh, in my timeline, I told. And everybody went crazy. My phone blew up. I had to go get the new backup battery. <laughs> like my boy, like I told everybody my time, like, yo, this lady just grabbed my beard out of nowhere. It was like, oh, hell no. I was like, whoa, whoa, calm down, timeline. We're not gonna, it was like, where you at? I can, I, I might be able to get there. Is Karen with you? Can she say something? <laughs> I'm gonna have to be the bitch. Yeah. So that was, that was just a weird moment, but, uh, you know, I assume it'd be like if someone just walked up to you and was like, can I just run my fingers through your hair? It's like, stop. No, no, no. Um, I, I did, I didn't have that issue. I think for me, the, the, the things that was funny was that, um, your mom has been on the show. So for those of you that don't know, haven't, um, heard the Mother's Day, um, episodes, uh, for the past like two, three years, go back and listen to them in the archives. And Roderick's mother had an operation of her voice, so it, it sounds like she's hoist or like got a, like a strep throat. And so it was me, your mama, and Layla. 
and uh, one of the friends of the family was talking to all of us. And your mama had went off to do something. And the lady looked at me. She says, is there something wrong with her voice? Is she sick? <laughs> I see your mama left. I say, no, ma'am. She just permanently talked like that. She says, oh, oh okay. I, 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 I'm just asking. I was like, well, you could have asked her directly. I was like, she wouldn't have took it personal. I don't know if she just felt like I, I didn't want to ask the Negro, you know, what was wrong with her voice. No, nah, I don't think I had anything to do with her being black. It's just um, one of those things is like a difficult question to ask. Like, True. you know, you never know. She might get tired of getting asked that question or whatever. But, you know, it's no big deal either way, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, that, that, that was the only story I think I forgot to tell was the beer-grabbing woman. Oh, you didn't you didn't see... Uh, uh, Two things. One was that at the beginning when we were dancing, it was this couple, this heavyset dude with glasses and his, I don't know if it was wife or girlfriend, and they were barely dancing. Man, they got them a few drinks. Next thing I know, we was dancing, and he was dancing with me, and he was drunk. He was talking about, you know what? I like you. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> I said, I said, that's. I said, that's, that's nice. That's nice to know. I said, I see you're doing a little bit more than the two-step now because, you know, before you were scared. Mm-hmm. And I could tell he was feeling right. And I thought, mister, please don't make me have to fall out with you in this place because you was drunk. Mm. That's the dude that, is that the dude that was having problems with his wife or no? No, 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 no. That was, oh. another, that was another dude. But it was another couple, uh, I think, uh, that worked with your brother. She had on a blue dress, and he had on, like, uh, a white shirt and, like, black pants. Oh, yeah, I know that couple. The, the <laughs> they was they hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. They was getting it, honey. She had on that blue dress, honey, and she was bumping butts with anybody in her vicinity. She was reaching out, and he was dancing with her. He next thing, he went to the table. He came back. He tied a tie around his head. He had he had the shades on in, mm-hmm. in in on the dance floor in the black building with the spotlight. He he didn't give a damn. They had a good time, and she was mad when I had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and was that it? Was... That and also I wanted to talk about my massage. Go ahead. Okay, honey, let me tell you about this. Roger got me a Groupon, and with the Groupon, it was an hour of. Uh, deep tissue and and if you didn't get that you get an hour of Thai massage mm-hmm. never heard of Thai massage in my damn life right so I normally get the I've I, I, I moved up a little bit I normally get the, norm, the standard uh, Swedish but I said you know what I'm gonna you know, step my game up and get the deep tissue which felt good so we did the Thai massage Man. Now you say thigh massage. You mean thigh? Okay. Thigh massage. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Thigh is part of the body too. They can massage well, it. Well, yes, yes, she did. And <clears throat> when you go in there, the lady, she's a cute lady. She's short. She's blonde. She's short. She's a white lady. Um, but she is like really, really fit. Like she does like all them quandos, taekwondo, all all that stuff. Um, she does like kickboxing classes and all kinds of, um, training she does. And 
She's a woman of all trades. She really, really, really is. And when you come in, you have to take your shoes off because when you come in, she has like the mats that she does like all her classes and, and stuff like that on, like the whole front floor because she recently moved. So the whole front floor is like all these mats that people, you know, walk on and things like that. So we went back to a room and she was like, uh, did you want to try the thigh massage? I was like, okay. I had no idea what I was in for. She put on some music like this, you know, like like that uh, that, that 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 African type of music. But she said you could bring your own music, but I was just letting her play whatever she played. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I want you to lay down on the ground." So I lay down on the ground, and I was on one of her mats, and I had no idea what I was in for. I don't know if any of y'all ever had a Thai massage before. So you lay down on the ground instead of on the table, right? Okay. But but you went on the like the floor floor because she had like a mat that was like really cushioned really really well. So you went like on like the bare ground, but you know, oh, okay. But but you know you was at like a lower level. <clears throat> so she had me lay on the ground, and when I tell you, I did not know that feet could do the things that they did to my body. She put her feet on you. Yes. Like the kind on TV where they walk on top of you and shit? Right. Oh. But she didn't she didn't walk on top of me though. She can do that. Um what she did, man, she um took her feet and she massaged my thighs. She got all up in my back. She uh Well she but she wasn't standing on top of you? She was mm-hmm. how was she moving? No. Well, how was she putting her feet on? Was she like sitting in a chair or something? It, but if you'd have walked in there, you'd have thought we were wrestling each other. Oh, so it was like when they scissor and stuff. <laughs> right, 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 right. Go on. <laughs> and that's the thing. It was like, you. that's what you would have thought, man. Cause, but when I tell you, man, she was bending me and stretching me and rolling me. Like, like she was doing this thing where... You was like on your back and she would roll your hips up. And so she would roll you back and forth with your hips. She would put you on your side and she would put like put her feet on your back on one side and work her feet all up and down your side and get all up in your shoulder blade. And then she like did this thing where she got my thigh and she would like put her feet on my thigh. And then she would like cross me over and work that too. And when I tell you by the time she was stretching and bending and flipping all kinds did, of ways. Did she ever use her hands or was it just all feet the whole time? She did use her hands, but mm. the bulk of it was her feet, uh, because, and because I was asking her about it, she said you're, she was saying, uh, the feet can actually go deeper into the skin than the hands can for, for the, the particular Thai massage. Mm. And the Thai massage is about balancing. So, you know, it's about getting, your, you know, your spine straight and like equaling or, or like equilibrium to your body. So she did whatever she did to the right side, she did to the left side. Mm. And she also did this thing where I was laying on my side and she had me turn. And all of a sudden I heard this popping. I was like, what's that? And she was like, that sometimes you get gas uh, in between your spine. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it releases it. I was like, man, when she did that, it was like everything I was like, oh, I will be coming back. And I, and I know, you know, some people have a thing about feet, but her feet was clean. Right. Um, so she don't just like take them out of the shoes and just put them on you? No, 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 no. Was it her bare feet or she had socks on? Or no, what? no, her bare feet. Oh, wow. Yeah, her, her bare feet. And when I tell and you. What did her feet look like? That was cute. They were small feet because she, she, she's, she's a small frame person like me. Mm-hmm. So her feet was really, really small, but her feet was really strong. 
Mm-hmm. And like I said, because she's athletic, so she did was. Did she have a pedicure and stuff? Or? Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would assume that if you're going to be putting your feet on people for a living, your feet going to have to be immaculate. Or people going to be like, nope. Like, you can't have like one brown toenail and oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Her feet, well, her feet, her feet was clean. Like, mm-hmm. there wasn't no problem with that. Uh, but when I say if you'd have walked in there, you thought we was wrestling each other because, man, she was kind of all up in me. And I was like, okay, do whatever you need to do because it was feeling wonderful. Mm. I felt like everything when she was done, she spit me and bent me and and pounded me for about an hour. Mm, pounded you on the ground? Yeah, she did all on the ground. Mm. It was me and her in that room on the mat on the ground <laughs> doing WWE and she was winning and I didn't care. <laughs> oh, how long does it take? It was an hour. It was an hour session. Now, do they have oils and stuff? Because when they do the hands and stuff, they use the oils. But would the oil make it too slick for you for feet? I, but see, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Now, when I do the uh, one on the tables, they use the oils and all that stuff. Yeah. Next time, I might use the one because she actually has these bars that are actually uh, screwed into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the one where she actually stands on your back. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she give you a choice of that, or just you said, or what? With the with the Groupon, it, that wasn't an option. Oh, okay. I have to find out how much that one costs. And like, do what? What do you have on in this? Did it, like, is this like the other ones, or you kind of get down to your underwear or pajamas or whatever? Mm-hmm. My normal clothes. So you just in your normal clothes, and she just like putting her feet on you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not that essential. I thought it was gonna be like skin to skin or something. <laughs> you thought it's gonna be skin to skin? Nah, nah. Uh, I probably could have wore like some workout clothes and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry I took the sexiness, the sexiness away. But it's all right, honey. It was, it was central and sexy to me. I always have my imagination. All right. <laughs> what you think was gonna be me, me laying on me laying on the ground with the with the white woman while she dripping all over my body and we wrestling wwe style just 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 ain't that the way you like it i never heard of a time massage before so i oh, didn't me, know me, what me it was going. i had no expectations i just thought it was gonna be central to song oh i had no expectations either but i'm gonna tell you one thing i know I, my foot freaks out there probably enjoying this oh I, honey i was loving it i was looked at my feet like you feet you have failed me what the fuck is wrong with you because you don't do this yep um it was everything all right well you know what else is central crawfish yes it is mm-hmm. you know i was thinking man uh we went to this place called flaming crawfish for the first time mm-hmm. and uh i've never had crawfish before Mm-mm. and i've also never had this shit where it's like a boil i guess is what they call it mm-hmm. um but you take um I guess they take like like at this restaurant. It was first of all, I was very. I knew it was gonna be a, a task because like we went there. It's brand new opening. Uh, all the drinks for like sodas and shit were free. free. Um, our order took a long time because it was so crowded and they were brand new. They hadn't had training or whatever. So um, this this is like you know uh, an experience. And this was it's called the flame. It's called flaming crawfish, and it wasn't like a um what do you call it uh it it wasn't it wasn't like um just a typical sit down and eat type restaurant Mm -hmm. like it it, you walk in and there's a list at the top of like this is today's market prices i'm like i don't 
never pay attention to those kind of things because when i order stuff off a of menu i know i normally never order anything market price so i just right. you know i'm not balling like that Cause sorry I, cause, everybody cause market price i go market price i assume if you got the axe you can't afford it right that's so we, my model so we go in there and uh they're like you know um you know have you been before we're like nah you know um looking at the menu the advertisers are cheap as shit mm-hmm. i forget what we got but they didn't have but they didn't have most of them because it was brand new right so they had some really nice things i wanted to try i was like would you like the shrimp and squid balls i was like i'll try it and they're like we don't have, have those it. right well i bet what you, about the wings we don't have those i bet you they probably may have sold out of that shit too because they maybe you know. i just think they didn't have them and then it was like uh what they did have was like we got some fries and then what else did we get karen's it's like a shrimp like that we could dip in this sweet sauce mm-hmm. it was like fried popcorn shrimp that's what it was yeah. and uh it was good they were those those both of those items were really good um but the menu looked really weird because it was mm-hmm. like on the side it was like you can get the buckets and the bucket was like a pound of crab, a, a pound pa- of right. shrimp, a pound of crawfish. And I'm going, I don't know how much that is. Well, no, the price was right there on the bucket. It oh, was like, no. it was like a pound of these three things for $57. Yeah. When I would say a pound, like it was hard for me to visualize oh, how yeah. much. Right. I was right. like, that seems like way too much food for two people. Right. Like you need like seven people to eat fucking five pounds of food. Right. Like, we should, we should have bought the whole crew. We're going to do that. Right. So we did, we knew not to get the buckets, right? That didn't make sense. But what they do have on the other side is it'll just say like, here are your meats. And it was like, uh, lobster, crab, uh, what else did they have? Shrimp, crawfish. Mm-hmm. And then below that, they have four different types of sauces. And then below that, they have a scale of how hot would you like it. Right. You know, and hot, I mean, by spicy, right? Yeah, one of the toppings was turned down for wood. I was like, I don't want that bullshit. Yeah, one of the hot, one of the spiciness options was turned down for what? I was like, if you got to say that, I don't need that. Yeah, so, um, you know, we're like adventurous. We're like, I guess we'll try, but they're taking so long to take our order. We're like looking around because it's so busy and so mm-hmm. new. And there's so many different kinds of people in there shit. A lot of Asian people in there. So yep. I know where the Asian people hang out now. Right. At the crawfish joint. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking at the TVs and they had the the football game on a couple channels, but then on, on two TVs, but on one TV is just showing a loop over and over of a two minute video of how to eat crawfish. Hell yeah. And I was like, this must be div- more difficult than I think it is because there's i've never been to a restaurant where they're like and this is how you bite a burger mm. right but you know what they almost have to because where we're located at it's not like we like right on the ocean where this is a thing so they try to figure out hey for some of these people crawfish is not something that's just on the menu like when when have you been to a place you're like oh yes i would like the set of crawfish that's not happening right so you better give goddamn instructions right yeah so um you know, I'm, I'm sitting up there like, all right, you know, crawfish. I'm, I'm down with this. I uh, like a boss, and then I was. I like, will try it. You know, once, uh, try anything once. Um, but we also got, we got, I got a pound of shrimp, mm-hmm. and I forget flaming style or something. And then yeah. Karen got a pound of crawfish. It was drunken, drunken style, and um, you know, we're eating it or whatever, and or wait, we wait on it to come to the table. 
and they come out and they give you these plastic bibs mm-hmm. to like put on your shirt because like you're going to get messy right i don't think i didn't know what what, was, what to expect then they set a bucket down on the table a like this is for bucket. this is for your scraps and that bucket look like the bucket they do when they be like you know what i want a, a bucket of beer it look like one of them buckets yeah then they say um here's do you want gloves and i was like i don't want no gloves. gloves i'm motherfucking real ass right. g up in this bitch give me no gloves i'm a little sissy man like a boss and uh, then um eventually our food came and it was taking so long they gave us like more free popcorn shrimp and right, chicken, chicken here's the problem with that i'm now full <laughs> right i was like i don't even know how to, i'm gonna eat Right, because I think they felt so bad. It was like, look, free food. They was like, y'all want anything else to drink? They was like, we give you anything you want because we know y'all been waiting for a while. Yeah, we were full on shrimp and crab, right. uh, crawfish. I mean, crawfish and shrimp and popcorn and shit. Anyway, so they come over and they're like, all right, they just sit like two plastic bags. They're clear. You can see through them. We took pictures of them. Uh, I mean, we may have posted them on social media or not, mm-hmm. but. You can just, it's just a plastic bag filled with liquid and shrimp and crawfish. Right. So looking into the classic bag and I'm like, I guess this is right. I normally eat meals out of plates with silverware, but right. obviously this is not how it's going to go. Right. And and then on the table, they had like the, um, the paper things on the table, like the paper. Um, oh, it, okay. Okay. <laughs> Instead of like a plastic cover that you put on a play on a table or cloth, it was just like the paper that when you go to a doctor's office, <laughs> yes, that they just sit on top of the <laughs> yeah, the one that you sit your ass on. You were yeah. like, take your temperature. Yeah, it was like that. Like it was everything in there was disposable. Like you going to make a mess, right? So about that time, I said, all right, let me dig into these shrimp and the shrimp have heads on them right it was staring, all the legs are there it was standing back at me they haven't been peeled yet mm-hmm. i'm like ooh, this is new right to me too yes i've never had to you know decapitate my shrimp right while it's eating them yeah while it's staring at me yeah because like i said we're not near a body of water so like a big body of water so this is new well i think even if you're near a big body of water this is new it's not like when yeah well yeah it would be new anywhere if you go eat sushi at fucking tsunami at charleston they don't hand you the heads of the shrimp too like that's true when it's time to eat them i've never seen a shrimp head the little shrimpy eyes staring up at me like no i died a horrible death i was like but you're good and it was funny though because while we were eating them we was like pinching the head off and like juice was squirting out of them and stuff yeah and there's juices everywhere oh, that's yeah. why they give you the plastic bibs right we realized that after the fact and, and the shrimp was so hot out of the thing i had to get classic gloves i was like nope i need these gloves right forget that macho shit i was on earlier that was stupid i was like i'm not doing calluses because we've seen people in there eating them like a boss like a lot of mm-hmm. people were eating them without gloves i touched that shit i was like oh fuck this no thank you yeah, them Asian people was 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 trill to the game. They knew how how it went. We didn't know. We were, Mm-mm. you know, we were still like, you know, uh, rookies rookies to this shit. So, oh, Darren Sproles touchdown! I told you, Saints fans, yesterday y'all gonna miss them. Anyway, um, it, we was like, you know, um, okay, this is definitely um different. It is very different you know uh and you're you you don't have a choice but to get dirty and messy like right. you can't 
get a oh waiter may i have a, a, don't, a don't, some utensils please don't come in there with your uh fine dining clothes on Mm-hmm. so um we and and I, you know one thing i noticed about this meat eating experience like with you having to get your hands dirty you can't be cute mm-hmm. um you can't you know be um uh you know too sophisticated mm-hmm. you gotta put on a bib you gotta right. i think it would I, and this is just my opinion i think it would be great a great place to take a first date mm-hmm. especially because you kind of have to learn right because it is very fucking difficult to peel and eat your food with like shrimp and it takes like I don't know, six, seven shrimp to even get in the rhythm of like, oh, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, and like I said, for us, it was all brand new. So, like I said, you, you, you're you breaking the heads, you're popping, you're peeling. The shrimp was delicious. And like I said, I ordered crawfish, and I was like, fuck, I don't know how to eat them. Didn't really know what they was going to look like. So I was asking social media, how the fuck do you eat these goddamn things? Meanwhile, guys, remember, there's an actual visual tutorial right over Karen's head playing on loop <laughs> for the entire time we've been there. And as someone who has asked as someone who has asked Twitter for advice, I know you're gonna get conflicting fucking answers and it's and it it's always worse than if you never asked at all. It's always worse. What what did they say? I heard uh well the common thing was the pinch the tail off. And some people said suck the head. Some people said don't suck the head. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. Some people said eat the inside of them. Some people said don't. Right. Yeah. Because it's fucking Twitter. Never ask them for advice. They don't know shit. <laughs> they don't know shit, man. They always conflict with each other. It's always got to be that one guy and the shit. I know a person that died from eating crawfish one time. It's <laughs> right. always, you know, my dad was killed by a crawfish. <laughs> it wasn't that bad this time. <laughs> it don't matter. No, it was bad because it was... Uh, yeah, uh, don't eat the head, do eat the head. Eat the outside, don't eat the okay, inside. Okay, I see what you're saying. The, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, con- yeah. It's just the opposite of good advice. It's, it's not good advice. You don't know what the fuck to do. So, never ask those motherfuckers for shit because they always <laughs> conflict to each other. Meanwhile, there's a tutorial that's telling you exactly how to do this shit. God, not, that woman made that little shit look easier than it actually was. Of course they made it. So that, that was easy. some bullshit. But she told you on loop. You break the fucking tail and you eat, you eat the meat inside the tail. And then this big ass piece of crawfish. I'm talking, this, these shits had claws and everything, like little mini lobsters. You just drink the juice out of that and throw it in the bucket. That felt so fucking wasteful. It really is. Like you really do all that work for a little ass piece of meat. And you go, mm, that was good. And I'm done with that. <laughs> all this for a pound like if if anything it's got to be good for you because you are spending more energy burning calories opening up the, the fucking tail than you are anything else yeah and different people have different techniques to that so yeah that was conflicting about how to get the meat out of the tail like you know different people have different techniques on how to make it easier faster quicker but with my first time i was taking my time because i wasn't about to put that shit in my mouth and get any of that hard shell in my mouth mm-hmm. i think the crawfish is like ten dollars a pound or nine dollars a pound uh and um you know and the shrimp was also like the same nine dollars a pound or something like that um and the shrimp was to me better than the crawfish but i think it's because i was familiar with it and right. you know also you can eat a whole shrimp 
yeah you can just throw the head off you know like unlike the crawfish where i'm sitting up there like yeah dog um don't know like because the first like eight crawfish is just us going is you think that's right yeah you know i think the first like four or five was probably me fucking it up and tossing it in the bucket because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing yeah well there, well there was a like, like there's a thing when you oh because like you can't help but open up the crawfish to examine the oh, other parts right and let me tell you something you might suck the juice out of there you definitely don't want to eat what's in there mm-hmm. that shit looks terrible mm-hmm. like i think this crawfish was pregnant <laughs> you know? damn i think I this think, craw- i think this one nutted on me what's happening here yeah, this crawfish got got died of cancer like i don't know oh alcoholic crawfish look at his liver like, <laughs> can't you tell you definitely want to eat all that don't want to eat all that shit but the tail was delicious you just mm-hmm. had to work so fucking hard to get it it man. was the tail was awesome you really would think that'd be a simpler way but i think it would be a great icebreaker and a great first date place because you both have to be a little humble especially if one of you hasn't tried it before then you get to be like the oh let me show you how to do it and you can make jokes and you know you got to get a little messy it's you know um i think it's great and you have to talk to each other because then you're kind of instructing each other even when you order you've never ordered anything this Mm -hmm. way so um i don't know i just thought it was uh cute and then you know, also crawfish is an aphrodisiac. A lot of people don't know that. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's right. I told Karen it was aphrodisiac and she believed me, so <laughs> that means it worked. That means it worked, guys. <laughs> Anytime your lady tries something new, you just go in there and go, Did you know that's aphrodisiac? And then you say, I could tell because you you want me to. Oh Lord. And uh they'll believe you, man. I mean I ain't trying to be CeeLo Green, but just saying. Uh, you gotta tell, you gotta be able to tell. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was it some tough eating was. though. Yeah. Like if I had to do it again, I'd probably try something other than crawfish next time. Like maybe I'll try a different flavor of the shrimp or maybe I'll go to the, move up to the crab, crab or but, the lobster. Yeah. But like tearing apart a fucking crawfish is difficult as shit. And it don't even have like tearing apart utensils. You just gotta do that shit with your hands, dog. All right. I don't want to imagine how many people's nails got broken and shit. Yeah, then I think for some of the other ones that have like the crackers, and that's probably for like the the lobster where you like crack the uh, claws and shit. Yeah. So anyway, that was fun. Um, you ready to talk about some news? Let's do it. All right. Oh, and one more thing. Fuck you to the bad guy at Harris Teeters that night. I went to the grocery store and this nigga wrapped every item individually in a plastic bag like it was Christmas presents. Every item. So we walked up with like 25 bags. And I swear to God, we spent like maybe $20. Right. Like whatever it was, it was like say $40 worth of shit, but it wasn't a lot of shit if you know what I mean. Like $10 of it was like. You know, because we bought Drano and something else. You know what I mean? Like, right. it wasn't a lot of shit. And this nigga was wrapping up. He's like, okay, this this cheese, I'm going to put that in the bag. Uh, put that in the cart. Oh, okay. And uh, here is a different type of cheese. Let me put that in the bag in the cart. I'm like, dog, put the shit together, man. I don't want to carry fucking <laughs> 17 bags. Like, ain't dolphins dying in the ocean because of plastic or some shit? Like, it's destructive. You fucking responsible for, like, most of the damn, like, 
I don't know, pollution and shit, man. Captain Planet would come in this motherfucker and kick your ass. Right. <laughs> fucking 12 bags for $20 of groceries. He would zap your ass for, for killing the um, atmosphere. Dude, was terrible, man. Anyway, all right. Now to the news. What an ass. I should have meant, I meant to write all this down. I <laughs> forgot we talked about these topics. <laughs> Massage. Crawfish. Bag, man. It's terrible. Um, yeah, I was looking like, and the thing is, like, I'm a polite person, so I was just pissed inside watching him bag this shit. Like, right. like I gotta carry 17 bags, dog. Now, really, this is really what you? Th- okay, all right. I guess it's just gonna happen. And he's just sitting up there, like, mm, I'm doing such a good job. Like, what do you think I'm gonna take each bag to somebody's house and be like surprise nigga cheese that's right you got your own individually bagged cheese you're welcome or maybe he thought it was like when you go to a restaurant and uh they have to ask you like is this together or is it separate or do would you like one box or two which is like the low-key like are y'all on a date or are y'all a couple you know and i feel like that's what happened with the bags where he might as well have walked up to Karen too and been like, "Ma'am, would you like bags for yourself as well as bags for together?" Because it's obvious you guys aren't going to the same house. It's like, dude, um, I don't think like each individual like slice of cheese needs a bag. All right, I, I feel like we should be able to make this work without um, you know, without this man. So I was, I was, I was just so let down by bag, dude. I was. It blew my whole night. We had already came from, you know, working seven hours to eat two pieces of crabfish, uh, crawfish. <laughs> we were working hard, too. And now this shit. So it was. Uh, for Roger to say something, you know that was serious because all of a sudden he was like, Goddamn, dude, motherfucking bags. Yeah. Like I said it like right in earshot of him. Like, did this motherfucker really just bag all this shit up together? At the Individually? Same? Like, what? Anyway. What is uh, happening here? Yeah, let's. Now we can talk about news. I totally forgot about that asshole. Um, Adrian Peterson back in trouble. That's right, everybody. Well, not back in trouble. Apparently, this, we just found out that this is not his first rodeo. Apparently not. Uh, apparently, all uh, the AD stands for all day whooping that ass. You know what I'm saying? Beating that butt. Uh, but yeah, uh, Adrian Peterson. Um, uh, he, he's facing child charge already of injury to a child. Um, but it wasn't the only time his discipline triggered an investigation. Um, however, uh, so yeah, he was indicted for reckless or negligent injury to a child last week due to the way discipline is four year old son in May. Peterson has now been accused for his role in a similar incident in June. When another four-year-old son allegedly suffered a head injury, and they had a picture of the kid, and he had like a band-aid on his hand, or, on his head or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, this is getting to be a a trend, you know, a thing. Yeah. So you, and uh, the Vikings already came out and said, "Well, we knew about this already, so you know, don't like we still gonna play them, you know, nigga making a lot of money." But, um, yes, so it was one of those things where you're just like, this is weird, but it makes sense. Like, 
that's obviously not the first and only time he's ever beat a kid, one of his mm-hmm. kids. And it's funny because I remember him being one of the people that was like, you know, the NFL doesn't need gay people and claiming religion. And I just I always feel like these people are the hugest hypocrites. And this is why I call it bigotry is because how the fuck you got all these kids by all these different women? Right. What part of the Bible is that okay in? You're not married to these women. But somehow gay people shouldn't be able to play in the league, like, because of the Bible? Like, you picking and choosing which parts you paying attention to, bro. But um, according to the report, Peterson told the mother of the child that the boy hit his head on a car seat while Peterson was disciplining him for swearing at a sibling. The mother reportedly filed a report with Child Protective Services, but no charges were ever filed. In the text messages allegedly between Peterson and the mother of the four-year-old, the mother asked what Peterson hit the boy with, but Peterson did not respond directly. He said he felt bad, but the boy did it himself. Peterson went on to say that he had the boy uh, stay still and take a taken a whooping. Uh, if the boy would have stayed still and taken his whooping, he would have saved the scar. He's fucking four. Four. Stay still, take your whooping, four-year-old. Stay still. You know, four-year-olds are... Although no charges were filed in this instance, it could be used as evidence in the ongoing case involving the incident in May. According to the report, prosecutors can use evidence from the June incident to show a pattern that the incident with the switch was not a one-time occurrence of possible abuse. So, yeah, he might be in serious trouble at some point. Uh, as of right now, the Vikings are playing him next week, and it seems like it was just a case of the the it was the heat was too hot last week mm-hmm. and that's it it wasn't like yeah. a principal moral stance oh no they was like nope uh we got that ray rice shit we can't have both of y'all you we gotta set your ass down yeah um uh there's here's another story um this is uh some people in australia mm-hmm. sometimes you have a pet get sick karen mm-hmm. when your pet gets sick you want to take care of them Right? People do it all the time. This is Armando Montongo. If you're ready to achieve financial freedom now, click this banner ad and attend my free live event right here in your city. You're attending Armando's. Wait, what the fuck is... Is that a commercial? Is this a commercial or is this... Yeah, okay, I think this is a commercial. Um, well, whenever this... Long-ass commercial. A, a minute and 30-second fucking commercial? What? Ooh. What the fuck has happened to the world? When did we start doing this? All right, here we go. The goldfish with a brain tumor? It's no joke. Over the past year, George had developed a large growth on his head. The fish was having trouble eating, getting around, getting bullied by the other, the other fish. Didn't... George the goldfish was getting bullied by the other fish because he had a brain tumor. Okay, guys? What? Mm-hmm. Join in as much in their afternoon party games and stuff, you know. <laughs> well, he never really said much to us either. But after an hour-long procedure at the Lord Smith Animal Hospital, George was off the hook. Quite intricate little surgery, really. Water from his pond was brought to the surgery in buckets to feed into a tube through his mouth to keep his gills wet. Controlling the blood, the blood loss is really important in such a small patient. And then closing up was, did prove quite difficult. George is recovering at home with about 20 mates, but don't think he can't remember his ordeal. The theory that goldfish only have a three-second memory is wrong. It's actually about three months. The goldfish is a pet, family pet. Just as important, really, 
if you know, I mean, they bring a lot of pleasure these fish in this pond. I mean, they're they're beautiful to sit and watch. The ten-year-old should now enjoy another twenty years of life. Paul Dowsley, Seven News. White people are amazing. Amazing. They was like fish. We gonna save your goddamn life. They saved a goddamn fish. Oh, mwah. love you, white folks. Amazing. Like, I would have never even thought of that. Right. Like, if a dog got cancer, it would die in a black house. Right. They saving the goldfish. Like, 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 I love Fluff Vagina. Put his ass down. And it said he had 20 mates, which means it has 20 other goldfish that are living in the pond. Okay. 19 ain't bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Damn. Wow. Uh, speaking of white people being amazing, this always happens to white people, and I don't know what's up with this. Um, a U.S. man in North Korea got six years of hard labor. Oh, for what? I don't know. I'm sure he was hoping for easy labor, but, uh. <laughs> right. And the, the easy labor, labor prison was full. Apparently so. North Korea's Supreme Court on Sunday convicted a 24-year-old American man of entering the country illegally to commit espionage and sentenced him to six years of hard labor. At a trial that lasted about 90 minutes, the court said Matthew Miller of Bakersfield, California, tore up his tourist visa at Pyongyang's airport upon arrival on April 10th and admitted to having the wild ambition of experiencing prison life so that he could secretly investigate North Korea's human rights situation. Miller, who looked thin and pale at the trial and was dressed completely in black, is one of three Americans being held in North Korea, showing no emotion throughout the proceedings. Miller waived the right to a lawyer and was handcuffed before being led to the courtroom after his sentencing. The court compri- comprising of Chief, Just- Chief Judge, Flank- a Chief Judge, flanked by two people assessors, ruled it would not hear any appeals to his decision. Uh, I guess he's going to get to find out for six years. Mm-hmm. Earlier, hard, hard labor. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a good story when he get out, ain't he? Doing hard times. Mm-hmm. Earlier, it had been del- believed that Miller had sought asylum when he entered North Korea during the trial. However, the prosecution argued that that was a ruse and that Mil- that Miller also falsely claimed to have secret information about the U.S. military in South Korea on his iPad and iPod. Miller was charged under Article 64 North Korea Criminal Code, which is for espionage, and can carry a sentence of five to ten years, though harsher punishments can be given for more serious cases. Uh, the Associated Press was allowed to attend the trial. A trial is expected soon for one of the other Americans being held, Jeffrey Fole, who entered in North Korea as a tourist and was arrested in May for leaving a Bible at a sailor's club in the city of Chongjin. The third American, Korean-American missionary Kenneth Bay, is serving out a 15-year sentence for allegedly uh, hostile acts. Let me tell you something. How do white people go to these countries that don't know the rules beyond me? Come on now. It's like they just show up and go, but I'm white. And I'm American. They go, fuck you. You're over here. These are our rules. I just want to read my Bible. It's like, well, bitch, if you leave the Bible at a bar that's 13 years. It's like, what? That's right. It's right here in page three of the rules. Nigga, just... Hey, you're not in America no more. Right. Niggas know the rules in America, so you know they're going to know the rules outside. It was right. like, what can you n- do and not do? Oh, black folks not over there? Okay, I know all the rules. I'm like, do, 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 do. They were like, boop. Okay, you going to jail. What? For what? Mm-hmm. Read, all, the, read, read the manual, people. All three have appealed to the U.S. government to send senior statesmen to Pyongyang to intervene on their behalf. Oh, no, now you want some help. 
you ain't that boarding well your ass was over there talking about some i want to see how the inhumane the prisons yeah, is tearing up well, your passport now, and shit yeah tearing up your passport now you have a first row seat to just how inhumane the prison's gonna be okay you get to experience some of the luxurious mm. hard labor right that you urged them to show you so what the fuck is the problem Mm, you got what you wanted didn't you yeah i don't understand how the i don't understand the problem why are you calling us you know it's like when you call your parents after breaking curfew no nah, nigga stay in jail right have a good night i'll see you monday morning yeah i sure will and enjoy your three-day extended weekend yep you wrote a pre- you wrote a letter to president barack obama but had not received a reply unlike the people in ferguson okay they got a reply everybody don't forget Following Sunday's court verdict, the U.S. State Department urged North Korea to release Miller, as well as Bay and Fowl. Um, and North Korea was like, come on, dog. Nope. All right. So, yeah. That's um, like they came over here. You got to buy by our rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, just thought that was, that was funny. Another. I don't know what they expect. Like, I was just playing. I remember they had that kid that got caned for vandalism over there, so he's going to get caned. I don't remember whatever happened in one of those countries. And it was like, yeah, dog, if that's the rules. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck you expected to be, dog? It's the rules. Um, Parents got outraged this weekend, Karen. Mm-hmm. You know kids love candy. Yes, they do. Well, apparently in New Zealand, Somebody gave some kids some gummy bear dick candy. Oh shit! This this wasn't for a bridal shower, no shit. Did you know bachelorette party? Apparently not, Karen. These gummy dicks were just for the kids. Oh, beside the worm and the bears. For the for the gummies, uh, for the for them to to, to chew on and all this stuff. Teach them at a young age. I didn't even get a mold like that. Uh, it says inappropriate shaped lollies on sale exclusively in the South Island have been branded offensive and recalled from shops. Barry Alburn of Dunedin said his daughters, Cadence, Rihanna, and Peyton, eight, six, and five respectively, bought a bag of dragon sweets from Moyle Super Value in Green Island. They have some sweets in them, all right. And they gave it to him for his birthday. Oh. <laughs> Uh, his partner, Jackie Hawkins, said she randomly took a sweet from the bag and found it was shaped in the form of male genitals. The whole bag? Another loggily in the bag was a gummy baby with a penis, she said. Oh, Lord. I don't find anything amusing about it at all. I found it disgusting, she said. Well, so bad for that sex life, right? Right, because like... Ew, like, a penis disgusting. Like, that would be something cool for a bachelorette party or, or, or something like that. Mm-hmm, that'd be a cool gift yeah uh so yeah apparently there was a mix-up and uh, the lollies were distributed to shops in lower south island um about two weeks later complaints started coming in uh, um, and who was the dude that decided you know what we're gonna do do you want the bears the worms or the dicks right <laughs> gummy dicks Yes. You know what's funny is, you know, the kids probably don't even know what the fuck is or what's so no, bad about them it. Them kids were like, it's good. And they shut that shit in their mouth and kept it pushing. It was the parents yeah. that was panicking. Yeah, the parents are the ones that, that make it worse than it is. Cause like, right. Oh, no, get those gummy dicks out of your mouth. And they smacking them out the kids' hands yeah. and shit and taking the bags away. All the kids was like, um, it was good. What, what's happening here? 
Right. It's not like the gummy dicks can give you like gummy AIDS and gummy herpes. <laughs> right. No. They, they they're free of tra- of sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, that just sucks. No, no pun intended. Um. What else did I have? <laughs> <laughs> what else did I have here? Um. Oh, uh, Joan Rivers died. Of course, I roasted her on Twitter as I said I would. I mm-hmm. had many jokes on Facebook. Um. Howard Stern gave the eulogy, and uh, in the eulogy, he started with Joan Rivers had a dry pussy, and uh, went on to uh, you know give a, a a funny eulogy because uh, I think that was one of the last dirty jokes she told. That and that's what she told him she wanted. Yeah, and yeah, she wanted a big Hollywood uh, burial and all this shit, man, funeral. So good for her. Um, you know, I think anybody that really had respect for would definitely roast her. All right. Um, all right. I feel like I'm missing something I wanted to talk about today. Oh, Robin Thicke. Mm. What's wrong, Karen? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. What, what, I couldn't even say the name. And came, Are we going to be able to get to the segment? Or? Yeah, we get, we get to it. Uh, apparently, you know, he's being sued by Marvin Gaye's, uh, family Mm -hmm. for similarities between Blurred Lines and Marvin Gaye's Got to Give It Up. Mm -hmm. Now, for people that have heard Blurred Lines. Everybody get up. Marvin Gaye's got to give it up. not saying they're the same but you know i can hear some similarities yes i don't know if it's enough to win a lawsuit what i do know is robin thick is doing everything he can to stay as far away from getting sued as he can mm-hmm. i think it's because he's done smoked all the money from the blurred lines oh yeah he can't pay he ain't got that. no blurred lines when he left Mm-mm. uh the singer says under oath that after writing and producing six albums himself I was jealous and I wanted some of the credit. I tried to take credit for it later because Pharrell wrote the whole thing pretty much by himself and I was envious of that. Uh, so they, they questioned him. Were you present during the creation of Blurred Lines? I was present. Obviously, I sang it. I had to be there. When the rhythm track was being created, were you there with Pharrell? Thick. To be honest, that's the only part where I was high on Viking and alcohol. Then I showed, oh, when I showed up Lord. at the studio. Yep. Now you're high. I was high on drugs and alcohol, and it ruined my whole life. Yes, it did. We all know you can go down to see Martinez. Anyway. Oh, Lord. So my recollection is when we made the song, I thought I wanted, I I wanted to be more involved than I actually was. By the time nine months later, it became a huge hit, and I wanted credit. So I started kind of convincing myself that I was 
a little more part of it than I was. And I, because I didn't want him, I wanted some credit for this big hit. But the reality is that, is that Pharrell had to be, and he wrote almost every single part of the song. Thick says he was just lucky enough to be in the room when Williams wrote the song. Now, how fucked up is that? Right. You wanted all the goddamn credit before y'all got sued. Now you just a dude in the, in the, it, now you just a dude that's in the room. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, before this, he had previously characterized the or, origin story of the song in GQ by saying, Pharrell and I were in the studio and I told him that one of my favorite songs of all time was Marvin Gaye's Got to Give It Up. I was like, damn, we should make something like that, something with that groove. And then he started playing a little something. We literally wrote the song in about a half hour and recorded it. Mm. So that was him trying to get credit. And he got quoted. And uh, all of a sudden, he didn't realize if you say exactly where you got it from and everything, you might get sued. Right. Uh, as to why Williams let Thick take the credit, it's just business as usual, usual, according to his court testimony. This is what happens every day in our industry, said Williams during his own deposition. You know, people are made to look like they have much more authorship in the situation than they actually do. So that's where the embellishment comes in. Right, because he was like, niggas will take your shit. Mm-hmm. I've been around long enough. All 510 years I've been around, I'd have seen a lot. Yeah, the case is set to go to trial February 2015. The gays have a statement that says Thick, for the most part, now claims he made all of his statements while drunk or on drugs, none of them true. And he mentioned Marvin Gaye only to sell records. He also actually testified that he is not an honest person. This complete contempt for the judicial oh, system. Oh, really? Your wife would agree with that? Yeah. That's what they need to call to the stand, Paula. All right. She'd be up in there like, oh, he a lying motherfucker. He definitely told me he did it on purpose. Right. And then we both was doing them drugs. Mm -hmm. And their obligations to telling the truth can best be summed up by Thick's ultimate admission while under oath that he does not give a fuck about this litigation. So, hmm. Robin Thick fucking up again, man. Mm -hmm. Playing right into their hands. Right. Better pay that family. You better. Um, I don't even think the song sounds that similar, but it don't matter now. It sure don't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> who else was fucking up today? Who else was fucking up? Um, oh, I know what I wanted to play, I, but I don't see it here. Give me a second. I need to search my thing. Rush Limbaugh said some dumb shit. Okay. Um, you know how he does. Um, right. He rolls hard. Um, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm a, let me, uh, give you a second. It's on my Facebook page. I'll cover another article instead until we get to that. But yeah, Rush Limbaugh said some shit about rape today that I thought was just fucking magnifique. Just, mm. Oh, doing what he does best? Here's somebody that fucked up Urban Outfitters. The store? Yeah. Which, if you ever been there, not very urban. Yeah. Very misleading, mis- misleading title. Yeah, Outfitters, because your ass probably can't fit in that shit no way you need to change it to uh, urban outfitters should be the name for all those pimp suit selling stores that's only in black malls you know what i'm talking about like yes they always have names like threads with a z and shit <laughs> as long as like an old ass pimp man working there yes. and, uh, some of his hoes that keep coming out the back like well, boy you look good in that purple suit yes and the brightest colors underneath the rainbow yeah. you sitting up there talking about i might should get this suit she said i look good mm-hmm. like, she's a prostitute sir and meet her around back for some sex later if you just everybody mind your good, time. Right. Uh, but yeah, Urban Outfitters uh, said that. Um, oh, wait. 
Clothing company Urban Outfitters is in hot water after shoppers noticed a Kent State sweatshirt for sale on its website that appeared to have blood spatter on it. The item quickly caught attention as many recall the 1970 shootings at Kent State when four students were killed and nine others were wounded by the Ohio National Guard during Vietnam War protests. In response to the controversy, Urban Outfitters said the sweatshirt will not be sold and instead it will be destroyed. However, it said on the company's website earlier Monday that the $129 sweatshirt had sold out. In a statement released on Monday, Kent State University said, May 4, 1970, was a watershed moment for the country and especially the Kent State family. We take great offense to a company using our pain for the publicity and profit. Urban Outfitters has posted an apology on Twitter saying, It was never our intention to allude to the tragic events that took place at Kent State in 1970, and we are extremely saddened that this item was perceived as such. The company says that the red stains are, quote, discoloration from the original shade of the shirt, and the sweatshirt was supposed to be part of a larger collection called Sunfade. Now, where is the rest of the collection? Right? I mean, if it's part of, it was supposed to be part of a lot. What happened to the other to the other ones? Putting a picture of it in the chat. It just it does look like blood splatter from the uh, infamous shooting on that campus. I didn't know about the shooting on the campus where the military uh, killed some hippies for oh. protesting. So yeah, dog, like. And a hundred twenty nine dollars. Who paid hundred twenty nine dollars for a fucking French shirt? White people. You know what I mean? I don't know. Who goes to Urban Outfitters? I don't. I don't know. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was just one of those situations where you're like, that's really hard to look at and think of it as anything else. Sun fade. Ain't no sun fade. Where did where them spots and dots come from? It'd have been better if you just made it sun fade without the splatters. It looks like. Someone got shot and you were standing next to him. Right. Like, what's next? They gonna do the bell tower? Uh, I'm fucking. Here's our 911 shirts. It's smoky. Yeah, this is terrible. Ah! You guys are 100. I, I hate to see the Virginia Tech shirts they're coming out with. Right. The Columbine High School jerseys. So yeah, Rush Limbaugh was talking about sexual assaults, of course. Um, cause as he's wont to do, you know. Um, so you got the audio. So I think somebody put it in the chat. Yeah, I got the audio. Okay. He doesn't like the new Ohio State policy, which we've been talking about. This no means no, which is they've changed to look. The only thing that means yes is yes. Stop. Right. If someone says no, that's the fucking end of it. Don't try to fuck them. Don't wait till they pass out. Get a yes, and then then you're good to go. I don't know who all these people are out here that are so afraid that. Or who these dudes are that are so afraid that they're not going to get a yes it's for sex? Agreeing on, the, agreeing on the why takes all the romance out of everything. Takes all the seduction. Seduction used to be an art. Now, of course, it's brutish and it's predatory and it's bad. Here's what consent is at Ohio State. After you and your partner decide that you're going to make out or have sex, you agree to do it, then you agree, you have to agree on why. Consent is the act of knowingly, actively, and voluntarily agreeing explicitly to engage in sexual activity. Right. Consent must be freely given and can be withdrawn at any time. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You have to be sober, not coerced, imaginative, enthusiastic, creative, wanted, informed, mutual, honest, verbal. The absence of no does not mean yes. It must be asked every step of the way. Right. It cannot be implied or assumed even in the context of a relationship. Right. Circumstances in which a person cannot legally give consent, no matter what he or she might say. The person is severely intoxicated or unconscious as a result of alcohol or drugs. The person is physically or developmentally disabled. The victim is under the age of 13 or is elderly. So as long as the girl's 13, she can give consent for sex, provided it's creative and enthusiastic. Uh, consent must be freely given, can be withdrawn at any time, and the absence of no does not mean yes. How many of you guys, in your own experience with women, have learned that no means yes if you know how to spot it? What? I'm probably... I, let me tell you something. In this... Mo- Rush Limbaugh, world-renowned ladies' man. You know how ladies look at Rush, and they go, no, but I really mean yes. Modern, that is simply, that's not tolerated. That would not, people aren't even going to try to understand that one. I mean, it used to be said it was a cliche. Yeah, back when women didn't have rights. Remember, you could say, I don't give a fuck what you say. And beat them upside the head. Yeah, no means yes, because... I'm a man, and there's nothing you can do about this. Yeah, fuck how you feel and what you think, because you goddamn don't matter. Used to be part of the advice young boys were given. See, that's what we got to change. We, we, we have got to reprogram the way we raise men. So now, notice, why do you think permission every step of the way, clearly spelling out why? Why do you, is all these not lawsuits just waiting to happen if even one of these steps is not America's. Yes, because you should goddamn have consent. Yep. You should have consent. Because, you know, I've talked to dudes that were like, I consistently ask her through the whole process just to be sure. I mean, but do you know what it is, though, Karen? They make it seem like every, like, niggas is fucking every stroke. Like, is, is it still consent? Is it still consent? Is, is this okay? Is it? Is this a yes? Was this a no? This is yes. Uh, I'm just checking again. Is everything all right? This, like that's not how sex is happening. No, that's not. This is such a. It's such a like extreme. And you know he's Rush Limbaugh, so he's gonna rush to the extreme. He's gonna try to make the case. But yeah, it's it's just funny because honestly, I honestly think they wouldn't even be saying this shit if it wasn't for we need to oppose everything the Obama administration is for. And one of the things they're for is this yes means yes law. So all of a sudden it's, oh, but sometimes it doesn't mean yes. I mean, come on, man. We got to <laughs> we gotta figure out a way that Obama is wrong about this. He's saying rape is, yeah. rape, he's saying rape is bad, so it's got to be good somehow, in some case, somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's right. All the victims listening to that bullshit going, yeah, fuck you. You know who got a, some bad news today? A uh, 93-year-old man. Uh-oh. He's been charged with 300,000 counts of accessory to murder. Got to, I, what? For serving as an SS guard at the Nazis' Auschwitz death camp, prosecutor said Monday. 
Oscar Groening is accused of helping operate the death camp in occupied Poland between May and June 1944 when some 425,000 Jews from Hungary were brought there and at least 300,000 almost immediately gassed to death. Wow, I know he was like, I thought I'd be dead by now. Seriously. Yeah, life comes at you slow, apparently. <laughs> Real slow if you're this dude. In his job dealing with the belongings stolen from the camp victims, prosecutors said, among other things, he was charged with helping collect and tally money that was found. He helped the Nazi regime benefit economically and supported systematic killings, state prosecutors in the city of Hanover said in a statement. It's funny how hard we go on um the soldiers that were in the Holocaust. Could you imagine if we did the same thing in America, the slave owners and people that benefited from them? We just start rounding people up like, yeah, you own slaves, uh, and you 90 years old, um, triple death penalty for your ass. Right. They, they don't fucking play with them. They was like, we don't give a damn. You will remember. You, you will never forget. Mm-hmm. But over here in America, it was like, nah, fuck that slavery bullshit. It didn't happen. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, that's got to be a hell of a, hey, uh, how you doing, Oscar? Um, right. Yeah, it's the cops. Um, we just wanted to take you downtown and maybe talk to you. Um, this is a very long special episode of First 48, but, uh, <laughs> we, we, we were wondering. First 97 years. We were wondering where you were between, uh, May and June in 1944. I don't know. I, was, I didn't kill any Jews. Oh, well, we didn't say anything about killing Jews. <laughs> you know you're fucked up, right? Right. Um, and everybody's only case has probably been dead. Right. Like, well, you know you don't fucked up, right? Um. Yeah. He uh helped helped them uh kill a bunch of Nazis. I mean, not a bunch of Jews. And uh, I guess, you know, he was just chilling. Then he went to America and was like, let me start over. He helped the Nazi regime benefit economically and supported the systematic killing. State prosecutor said um, his attorney declined to comment. I mean, what the fuck can you say, right? Right. Whoops. Groning himself is openly. My bad, y'all. Groning himself has openly talked about his time as a guard and said, while he written his hot, hot, horrific atrocities, he didn't commit any crimes himself. Well. Hopefully the tape in the elevator didn't come out. I hope not. In 2005, he told Der Spiegel magazine he recalled one incident on a ramp duty where he heard a baby crying. I saw another SS soldier grab the baby by the legs. He smashed the baby's head against the iron side of a truck until it was silent. Oh. Groning, who lives in the Hanover area, is about one of 30 former Auschwitz guards who federal investigators recommended last year that state prosecutors uh, pursue charges against under a new president in German law. Shit, that was like, if you lie, we're going after your ass. Yep. President Obama got hold on their ass, I guess. I don't know. Groning is the fourth case investigated by Hanover. Two have been shelled because the suspects have been deemed unfit for trial, and one was closed when the suspect died. Holterman said, however, his client is in good health. Uh, Thomas Walther, who represents 20 Auschwitz victims and their families as co-plaintiffs in the case against Gronick, as all, uh, as allowed in the German law, said, it's their last chance to participate in bringing justice to one of the SS men who had a part in the murder of their closest relatives. Many 
of the co-plaintiffs are among the last survivors of Auschwitz, he told Associated Press. Oh, okay, this has happened in America. This happened in Berlin. But, yeah, still, he probably thought he, I would have got away from it if it wasn't for you meddling Jews and that dog. Right. Uh, Scooby, Jooby, Jew, where are you? <laughs> I said, they gassed you many, many years ago. <laughs> he took off his mask. He's like, old man Oscar, <laughs> we should have known it was you. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Not you, old man Oscar. <laughs> Not you, old man Oscar. <laughs> he almost got away with it, man. Damn. <laughs> oh man this show this show um well speaking of racism we might as well get on with our own version um let's do fucking with black people whenever i can get there we go let's do some uh fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game where we read news articles and tell you how much we feel fucked with from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Uh, today's contestants, uh, shit, everybody, man. Just y'all pick some. Just everybody. All right, Karen, uh, pick a number from zero. I mean, from one to goddamn. Just pick one. Ah, let's do five. Five. All right. Right wing Navy SEAL arrested for lying that a black mob shot him. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how long. Oh, that's 30 minutes. One thing's for sure on the evening of March 31st, 2014, Chris Heben, former Navy SEAL, American Patriot, and purveyor of motivational workout videos and t-shirts, drove himself to a fire station with a gunshot to his abdomen. Everything else, though, is a lie. Heben, a 44-year-old vet was with a passing resemblance to Hugh Jackman, told police that he was shot by three racist black men after an altercation in the parking lot of a grocery store near his home in Bath, Ohio. Wow. Yeah, because you know how racist black men are going around just shooting white people. You guys know how we do. Right, just out the blue. The men's car had almost hit him, and he shouted at them about it before heading into the store, he said. That's when his account turned into a cipher of racial politics and a mythical tale about his willpower. He even claimed that he... He even claimed that he went into the mustard seed grocery store, but returned to his car because he forgot his wallet. That's when one of the men in the same car yelled, you got a big mouth, white boy. You need to learn some fucking respect. Then he shot him in the abdomen. According to Heaven's story, he plugged the bullet hole and tried to chase the men down in his car until he began to lose consciousness. So he stopped at a fire station for help. This qu- story makes no sense. He quickly recovered, but there were immediate questions about why he hadn't called police after the shooting. I wanted to keep it on the download, he told one local news station. At that point in time, I did an immediate physical assessment, and I was still functioning. I wanted to function. I wanted to chase after these guys. I'm aggressive. Mm. The story of his vicious victimization and his stoic hero, heroism. Uh, oh, the Eagles won. Yeah, dog. What y'all know about that shit? Hmm? That's right. And we did it with Sproles. Thank you, Saints. Anyway, 
so yeah the right-wing blogosphere especially took up heaven's cause some conservatives and white power groups immediately called it shooting a racial hate crime perpetrated by blacks but he even had another theory in an exclusive interview with the birth of right wing site world net daily he surmised that al-qaeda operators had attempted to kill him in retaliation for the seals role in the killing of osama bin laden he even said that concern of al-qaeda targeting former seals in the u.s uh is so real that another former seal friend marcus luttrell has former seals providing him security as he goes around the country talking about his long survivor foundation he even became a call celebrity, whatever that means, celebrity. Mm. Uh, he got extra exposure for the local auto dealer that has made him a paid spokesman. He went on radio and TV, including an interview above, to describe his ordeal, and he continued to market himself online. Oh. Mm-hmm. Making money off of it, because there's a lot of money to be made in stoking the racial fires right now. Yes, it is. You know, if they can give money to people for killing black kids. Come on now. You know, who knows what kind of GoFundMe type shit he was on. All the while, police had their doubts. They couldn't find any trace of the assailants or the great sports car he even said they were driving. Multiple surveillance photos showed no evidence of the street chase he even described or even of the shooting or even that he'd been at a grocery store. But why would he make something like that up to soak up the spotlight? Conservative and ultra-patriotic media exposure wasn't something new to him. And in fact, after leaving the teams, it appears to have been his bread and butter. Long before his shooting, he spoke to Tea Party rally, at Tea Party rallies and gave the Navy SEAL perspective on current events to local news stations, and he made numerous appearances on Fox News. In one of his appearances, he even sounded off about Benghazi cover-up, uh, praising the two former SEALs turned contractors killed there and trashed then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. The fact that these guys were hung out to dry basically exposed like a set of dog balls pisses me off, he told Janine Pirro in 2012. Yeah, this is like, this tells you a lot about the kind of people Fox News will put on their air. Right. In another appearance, he told Piro how amazingly easy it would be for terrorists to dismantle America's power grid. Later, he opined on U.S. soldier, a U.S. soldier and released Taliban captive Bo Bergdow, subtly suggesting the release shouldn't have been such a priority. Even his tough talk sounded passionate and sincere, but it may also have been calibrated to improve his brand and bottom line. His website, Chris, ChrisEven.com, links to two business ventures. One consults filmmakers and media on security and militaria. The other is SEAL Team Consulting. It offers motivational speaking, SEAL Team gear, nutrition and exercise counseling, and personal security services to pay cu- to paying customers. That's in addition to even pay work for Under Armour. Uh, as well as his association with the NRA and his aspirations to be a mom and apple pie shoot you in the eye country singer songwriter. Yeah, man, just a hundred. Just why, why, why blame us? You know what I mean? Like, as if there's not enough going on in the world with black and white people and all this shit, you don't blame us for this. Come on, man. What, Karen? Your grade? Oh, still there? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, Chris. I listen to you talk. Yeah, that's, yeah. There's a market for blaming black folks for crimes. Yeah. I mean, they're making it up. Right. He already had been on Fox News. Was he, like, looking for another angle? Uh, here's another story. This one, um, a lot of people sent me. I saw it uh, a while back. LAPD confuses black actress kissing her white husband for a prostitute. African-American what? actress. Mm-hmm. 
now i've had the opposite happen where police thought a prostitute was my wife but never this <laughs> um african-american actress danielle watts uh claimed she was handcuffed and detained by police officers from the los angeles police department oh we know how fair they can be right fair uh, and biased yeah uh when charles was wasn't that guy's name charles darner or something like that when he was shooting them up and black people on twitter were a little too giddy everybody was like wonder why now you know now you absolutely know um tmz has obtained audio from the lapd who said they were called because watts was supposedly having sex with her boyfriend in Publix. according to tmz witnesses told police watts and lucas were allegedly having sex in the front seat of the car with the door open um uh, the caller who was initially caught, who initially contacted by police said Watts was straddling Lucas. Now maybe that's what happened. Maybe that is what happened, right? Maybe somebody called and reported that these people were fucking in a car in front of Publix and the police just assumed it must be a prostitute because loving couples don't have sex in front of Publix. They go to Target. Duh. Ah. I'm assuming that's what it was. It's the only thing that makes Who's the owner of the car? That's me. No registration? No, don't worry about it. I have owner ID. Well, I have her passport. Okay. Daddy? Daddy, can you hold on just a second? Hold on, hold on. Excuse me. What's the issue? Somebody called the police saying that there was lewd acts in the car. There's no lewd acts happening. Doesn't matter. I have to ID you. We're not doing anything. Somebody called. I'm on the phone with my dad. This is my boyfriend. Okay, I want to see your ID. Somebody called, which means gives me the right to be here. So, so it gives me the right to identify you. Do you know how many law. times I've been called? The cops have been called just for being so black. That is, is not, because we're black and he's that, white. That, I'm just being really true. honest. I don't. Who brought up a race card? Why? I'm bringing it up because I'm, I had. No, because I, I said nothing about right you being be black. Here. And I have every right and to ask your ID. And I have every right to say no. And if you'd like no, you to, do not have every right to say no. You can take me down to the court office and I can make a scene about it. No. And you know what? No. I'm mildly interested. Studio, okay? I'm mildly interested. You have a publicist, but I'm going to get your ID. So if no, I am going to say no. And if you'd like my ID, you can say that I'm that I am resisting arrest, and you can. There's take no, me down there's no resisting. You're just interfering. And what That's I'm saying is, is, I have not done anything wrong. I'm on the phone with my father. My stepmom is dying. You, do you know what probable like cause is? You know ID? what probable cause is? Yes, and I have none. Do you, do you, what is the I have probable cause. cause. I'm sitting we here talking the radio on the phone with my father. That's so mildly like interesting. Let me have her ID, please. No, you may not. You may not have my ID. And if you would like to demand L30, it, send me a female officer, please. Please, please do. I'm going to get your ID one way or That's the other. That's fine. You can, yes. you can do whatever you like. Yes, I am. Daddy? Thank I'm you for bringing up the know. race card. I never hear that. Cop got kind of sassy, didn't he? Right. Thanks for bringing up the race card. I never hear that. Sarcasm. that thing where you're getting so emotional that it like you going to jail like mm-hmm. the cop made up his mind at this point it does only thing that she can 
everything she's saying now is just like in one ear out the other because he made up his mind she's gonna at least get arrested oh and minimal right because you as far as he's concerned he was like just give me the fucking id so i can move on regardless of if i was right if i was wrong who called like to him he didn't give a fuck just identify yourself mm-hmm. like because that's the thing is like you know <laughs> this is the shit i talk about man when people talk about them fucking drones in the sky and i'm like dog we don't even have a guarantee of the rights that you tell us we have when we get arrested right like when you do like, hey you know you can tell wrong. a you can tell a cop that you had a right not to show him your id if you don't want to arrest yeah okay ass. and then they put they call a female officer and they put the cuffs on you and they just fucking wait and now your day is ruined because they're gonna see your fucking id because now you've made it a pissing contest and these assholes don't know how to back down or just go you know what have a nice day ma'am they don't know how to do that my father would like to talk to you, but he's on your speakerphone, so here you go. Daddy, you're on speakerphone. She called her dad, man. That's not going to I don't even know what. That's got to, like, for her father, that just has to be the most powerless villain. Right. Please, officer, um, can I talk to you for a second? The officer's just like, just wait till so what, we arrest so, you. So what was really happening? With- well, th- we don't have confirmation of what happened. The cops say they got a call that said she was fucking in the parking lot with some dude and, in front of Publix and somebody caught her. And they called and said, hey, confirmation bias, basically, because they said, uh, hey, a prostitute is in there having sex in the parking lot of Publix. So they show up, already got it on the brain, it's prostitute. Versus actually really finding out what's happening. Right, which is why they didn't arrest her and didn't file charges because at the end of the day, they're married. They might have been fucking public, you know, that, that, that's something, that's, that is against the law too. Right. But they didn't charge her with anything because that confirmation was destroyed. It's like, oh, this isn't a prostitute? Well, shit. Uh, my bad. This is awkward. You know, what else? Like maybe the caller was lying about the whole thing. Right. They didn't catch him in the act. I'd already be gone, just so you know. I'd be gone. You don't need me Can I get my license? No, I got your license. I said I'd already be gone. Oh, you would? Oh, you I would be gone. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be gone. I don't know who to do saying I'll be gone and what he's talking about. But, um, yeah, um, it... <laughs> I, like if people are like well she tried to say bring up racism she tried to talk about how she's famous but what what are you gonna do when you're being unfairly fucking arrested like people just like i'm looking at the comments they're skipping over the fact that she didn't deserve to be arrested at all right if she didn't do anything wrong you know it, the whole comment just show your id and shut up uh wait you're racist no way i'm famous no way i'm gonna call my daddy you know people are like fuck this lady forgetting that the original slight is someone decided that she was a prostitute right regardless if that was fact or not yeah um yeah she said it's my right to sit on the fucking corner and make out with my boyfriend to which the officer yeah keep yelling it helps but um yeah man i like with it's it's weird because on the one hand 
um i get why the police feeling like hey doing my job but i just on the other hand like y'all didn't catch them fucking Mm -mm. um (laughs) you know um the attitude isn't called for you know and of course she's upset if she's not breaking any laws and you determine you're gonna arrest her you know i i get it you know now as far as i don't know for sure what happened none of us do right no there's no take from it maybe we'll find out tomorrow Mm -hmm. that she was in that fucking dude and they were going to town in public and if that's the case, then they will be charged with public indecency, not fucking right. prostitution. Right. You know, that's where people have the problem with is like the, someone assumed she was a prostitute at some point, And it's hard to disassociate that from the fact that she's a black woman having Ooh. sex with a white man. Right. You know, if that's what people decided, like, oh, she's kissing on that white man. Obviously a whore. Cause it's not like those interracial couples get married. And have kids, right? right. That don't happen. You know, I wish they could find the person who originally called the police, but right, nothing you really can do. Uh, Watts told Buzzfeed that she had accompanied a friend to a diversity showcase before meeting Lucas at his car. I sat on his lap in the front of the, of the seat of the car. We started making out. She told Buzzfeed a man from the nearby office came out and asked the couple to stop putting on the show. The police arrived shortly thereafter. So that probably was that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, she currently stars in the, uh, Martin Lawrence and uh, Kelsey Grammer show Partners. So that's that's unfortunate for her. That's probably even worse than getting arrested. Yeah, that show looks terrible. But uh, yeah, man, they arrested her, and uh, I guess there's video of it too. Yeah, she's like it's also that thing where she's at the point where she's hysterical at that point like right. you there's nothing like just the fact y'all have traumatized her for even coming out there putting cuffs on her mm-hmm. uh asking for her id all that shit she's like done so yeah i get that 102 man you know not necessarily because i know other people just fuck the police is the police but whoever first called and insinuated she's a prostitute right from the for beginning for some pda come on man like you're an uptight prick and you probably assumed because she's black that you know obviously she's a whore oh yeah you know how black women are over aggressive yeah um when do you think i wonder like if she played a prostitute in django then i wonder if she was like well i'm still in character you know what i mean like that's how you get out of it like hey i was in django this is just me doing more research i don't think that would have mattered to that oh okay all right Um, show me your slavery papers right show show me your papers woman right does he own you you a comfort girl um you know what let's move on to guest race because i'm that's enough for that bullshit for me (laughs) but yeah got the django actress uh, where's my song? Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. But 
That's right. It's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the Races Ass Chat Room, to guess the race. And I forgot to mention, I'll, I'll reiterate that they are racist. Okay. Very racist. Um, all right. Let's see. Let's go with this one. Uh, Clemente is where this happened. What is that? A country or a city? Um, let me see if I can find, uh, the original article. I hate when I go to a thing and it's like, this article is where you get the news. Alright, a cemetery worker in a town in southern, oh wait, never mind. The faces are blurred out. Can't tell what race they are. Anyway, a grave digger was taking pictures with dead bodies, y'all. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that. Looking at that pic, yes, it was. Posing corpses and shit. What an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like weekend at Bernie's all the time where he's Permanently, at. Right. All right. Everett, Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania teenager is facing charges after posting pictures to Facebook of him simulating a sex act with a statue of Jesus. The young man posted that he took the pictures in late July, the statue of a kneeling Jesus in front of the love in the name of Christ, a Christian organization in his hometown of Everett. The criminal charge, which will be heard in family court, consists of desecration of venerated, of a venerated object. Pennsylvania law defines desecration as defacing, damaging, polluting, or otherwise physically mistreating in a way that the actor knows will outrage the sensibilities of persons likely to observe or discover the action. The teen, whose name has not been released, could face up to two years in juvenile jail if convicted. Yeah. What's funny is, like, we have separation of uh, church and state, but uh, didn't didn't seem to be too, uh, too separated in that case. Mm-hmm. Not in this case, no sir. Hey, your camera looks weird to me. Looks like you. I've been having a hard time all night with this camera. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I refresh again. Let me check the chat room. They say, uh, "Cheesy Charlie says Leonard Brothers, it's better to give than receive." White says Cam. Everybody in the movie Noah White AJ three thousand says. Asher three classy says uh, could be charged with naive, whiter than a communion cracker. Run Springer gone wrong. Dude bro that thought the lack of consciousness meant consent. <laughs> One who would feed their German Shepherd Juby snacks. White. Oh Lord. White. Dumb asshole. Just disrespectful. Just makes me want to fuck him up. White. White. As white as a sperm he shot on Jesus's back. Oh my. <laughs> the correct answer is white. He was a white man. think everybody got that one right uh but yeah that's i looked at the picture and thought it was kind of hilarious so i laughed i won't lie guys <laughs> blowjob jesus and shit <laughs> who even thinks of that right <laughs> um all right here's uh, another one uh escaped idaho in inmate Got caught. That's why we're talking about it, obviously. Because he posted on the Facebook. 
you know sometimes you gotta check into places yeah checked in the night not jail you know ah! an escaped idaho inmate on the lam for more than a week has been found on facebook nicholas grove also he took time to log into his facebook page and turn on his locations he told his social media friends all about scaling a barbed wire fence in broad daylight to escape Payette County Jail on August 26th. But it wasn't just friends and family watching what he said on Facebook. We are aware that somebody has posted, has been fo- posting on Facebook, whether that's him or not. Uh, Lieutenant Andy Creech told KTVB TV, but we are using it for whatever leads we can use. So maybe they haven't found him yet. Maybe they're using this Facebook to find him. And uh, oh, yeah. he's still on the run. It's been over a week since an inmate escaped from the Payette County Jail. And as Andrea Lutz reports, investigators are now following leads on the whereabouts of Nick Grove from his own Facebook page. After his escape from jail, Nicholas Grove has now shown up on what seems to be his Facebook page, talking candidly with his friends about the escape. After that escape, Grove posted Sunday and had conversations with his Facebook friends about how he escaped, what it was like, and even talked about what was being said about him in recent news reports. Payette authorities are monitoring the Facebook post, but so far none of those comments have been helpful for his capture. I think the reality is is that at some point a tip's going to come in or a contact's going to be made um, where we're going to happen to see him or be in the right place to find him. Um, it's, it's going to happen. Grove scaled this fence on August 26 and then took off on foot. Since the escape, Payette County has contacted a contractor to help get a plan on changes to this outdoor wreck area to make it safer and more secure. But police say if anyone knows where Grove is, from Facebook or not, it's an obligation to turn that information in to police. Now, investigators with the Payette Police Department don't want to give the media too much information about how they're tracking these Facebook posts because it's clear Nicholas is paying attention to his story through the news. In Payette, Andrea Lutz, Idaho's News Channel 7. Ah. All right. So guess the race of Nicholas, what was his last name? Uh, Grove. Paying attention to his own story through the news. Mm-hmm. Posting on Facebook. He can blend in in Idaho, white, checked into an Urban Outfitters. Let's take a selfie, white. One who looked like a candy cane when the blood from his cuts after climbing the, wait, from the blood, when the blood from his cuts after climbing the barbed wire got on his melanin-less skin. Let's go to prison, white, white man inside of Idaho, potato, white. (laughs) Crawled through a river of shit and came out clean, Andy Dufresne, white. Oh my. He still got the tape. Look at my tape, yo, old dog, black. One who doesn't know where what is wrong with taking pride in being a real American. White, see, 1940s gangster. Oh, white, see. Uh, <laughs> light skin. One who will not uh, get shot in Ferguson, white. As white as goldfish owners that gets a tumor removed so that the light. So that it lives another 20 years white. <laughs> Correct, that is white. Right. Some of you got it wrong. Well, actually, one of you got it wrong. He was a white man. 
okay mm-hmm. you guys all should have known that um very white yeah I, I just can't believe these dudes like social media is a beast like you know you're gonna get caught right you know they looking for you right and you still can't help but be like i gotta get these tweets off somebody got the people got to know they need to know they got to know all about me they need to know what i'm thinking out here on these streets what you want me to lose twitter followers that's crazy i'm trying to gain them trying to be twitter infamous all right bonus round Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the racism. Bonus round against the race. All the rules are the same, but you know the stakes are higher. Let's go. Uh, Florida. God damn you! What's wrong with your state? Uh, child sets a boy on fire. Tampa caregiver arrested for child neglect. Oh. A seven-year-old boy is recovering at a Tampa General Hospital after another child lit him on fire. Tampa police say the burned boy's caregiver did not get medical care for him and was arrested. So I put some butter on it. Rose, I'm tossing it. Tampa police uh, learned about the incident after someone called Crime Stoppers. The person called on Thursday to report anonymous information about a child with burns at Tampa General Hospital. A TPD officer went to the hospital to investigate and discovered that on September the 6th, the boy suffered serious burns after another child lit him on fire. The woman who was responsible for caring for the boy did not take him to the hospital. She didn't want to pay that deductible. Five, whole $25. The whole 25 Five days after the boy was burned, his school called to find out why he had missed so many days. School employees responded to the residents and the boy was taken to an unknown hospital. The Department of Children and Families responded to the hospital and took custody of the boy who had serious burns on his torso. The boy was transferred to Tampa General Hospital on Thursday. TPS say the boy did not attend a Hillsborough County public school. The boy's burnt, the boy, the boy's caregiver, Ruby Lee Brown, 66, of Tampa, was arrested and charged with child neglect. Guess the race of Ruby Lee Brown. Let's check the chat room. One of Adrian Peterson's Moon Coon children, says oh one of the brothers. Moon Coon, that's new. One who didn't see a problem with that boy going from J-Trill light-skinnedness to the evil, tough darkness of Rod. Guys, I'm not. I'm just brown. Okay, y'all gonna stop with the dark skin slander over here. Okay, first of all, <laughs> um, messing with that voodoo black Ruby Lee, very brown black cousin of Ruby D black, crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, <laughs> three cheeses, ranch dressing wrapped up in a tasty flour tortilla black. Black. He was dared to do the Facebook fire challenge. White. Oh. Mommy has a whooping room, but no fire burning room because that would be too harsh. Oh, mommy, dear, mommy, dear, no wire hangers. White second generation fire challenge kid. Black Obamacare don't cover that. Black, uh, yep, Karen Wilson testing on it. Black, you know, you know who needs to get involved. I was just thinking about this. Adrian Peterson and Ray Rice, hey Yana, and y'all need to go ahead. And oh, fix she their can life. fix all that. All the lives are gonna get fixed. She needs to go ahead and help their beloved ass out. Anyway, the correct answer is black. 
couple people missed it. Burned, burned up the kid. What happened to the kid that burned him? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how, how, how did he burn him? Like, what? What did he get into? Like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions I have about the fire starting kid. All right, last story. Indiana police. Oh, Indiana, what the hell? Uh, actually, I think I can just play. Let me go to the news station and get that get that report of it. I hate going to Gawker because Gawker always just has a link to the news for it. Try to tell you what happened already. It's like, nigga, I can read. Right. Um, and of course my computer starts freezing right about then. Take your time, computer. It's fine. We have nothing else to do. Mm, nothing better to be doing. The Eagles already won the game, so. <laughs> I mean, so you satisfied? Mm hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, so I guess I'll just read this shit. Indiana police accorded, uh, I mean, arrested Joseph Oberhansley, a convicted killer who was on parole. Last week, um, in connection with the killing of Tammy Jo Blanton, who was stabbed to death in her Jeffersonville home, Oberhansley reportedly admitted to police that he ate part of her brain, heart, lungs, and lungs after killing her. <gasps> he further admitted to cooking a section of her brain and eating it. <laughs> oh. Blanton apparently called police at 3 a.m. last Thursday to complain that Oberhansley was trying to get into her house. Police were dispatched to the scene and sent Oberhansley home. They were called back to the house at 10 a.m., and they found a grisly scene. Man, so they thought, they're like, just go home and leave her alone. And he was like, all right, oh, wait a minute, I want to kill her, eat her brains. Officers allegedly found Blanton's bloody body in the bathtub. Wave reports that parts of her skull was removed were removed. It is currently unclear how Oberhansley and Blanton, Blanton were involved. According to WBIW, Oberhansley had previously been convicted for killing his, his for the killing of his 17-year-old girlfriend and shooting her mother near Salt Lake City in 1998. He was free on parole after serving a 13-year prison sentence. That's all the time you get for that? Apparently so. Killing a your 17-year-old girlfriend and then shooting her mother and you get 13 years in prison and you're out free with the rest of us like nothing happened Mm -hmm. okay anyway guess the race chat room fava bean lover Keontae on the side white oh one whose skin looks and smells like baloney oh Tammy Joe and cannibalism definitely white unstable white male who watched too much Hannibal Dahmer so why he can't see his reflection in mirrors, nose for white, white too. Oh, black people don't even eat someone else's potato salad. White. <laughs> One who would run fingers through Rod's beard without asking white. Ugh. Flashback. <laughs> PTSD. The Walking Dead zombie cook-off host by Laurie seasoning white. White oh. damn ate that much of her body and still didn't season it white. White oh. was happy to see. Oh wait, hold on. Get this girl right. Was happy to see brain matter uh, match their skin tone and on parole and ate her brains with crackers. Cracker. The correct answer oh, is Lord. white. Good job, everybody. Good job. Um, I'll put this picture in the chat in a second. 
you know we got to talk about um, one more thing before we go, as always. One more thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, shout out to Brent. Um, all right. Put his picture in the chat. That's what he looks like, everybody. Doesn't look like a guy who ate a lot of brains because he looks kind of stupid. Like, if you told me that picture was a guy who, like, gave a three-year-old a shotgun and accidentally killed somebody, I'd be like, that's that's, that's made, about that right. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, all right, but, yeah, it's time for sword ratchetness. All right, we covered a story with a happy ending yesterday that a kid got shot because he had a sword out and police came over and and shot him. Well, now his family is saying the reason he really was shot because he's a black kid. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, he's black. Uh, it looks like his mom's white. Maybe his dad's black or something. Uh, well, attorney of the family, the 22-year-old black man who was fatally shot by Utah police last week say the evidence suggests he was running away, contradicting earlier reports that he had lunged at police officers. Mm. Darian Hunt attracted police attention Wednesday morning outside of Saratoga Springs when he allegedly began walking around with a samurai-style sword. His family later described it as a harmless three-foot souvenir sword with a rounded edge. Well, that's bullshit. There's no such thing as harmless. Like, you can still get cut with those things, and we've had many articles about it. Anyway, I get it. It was purchased at a gift shop. Hunt was reportedly shot at least four times and died on the street outside of Panda Express restaurant. That's a terrible place to die. Right. Terrible food. Right. Like, please take me somewhere with good food. I know. Police initially claimed they shot him after he brandished the sword and lunged towards officers with the sword. Uh, But Hunt's mother and some witnesses say otherwise. Now, I believe him because he black, so he probably was just like, he could have just said, hey, I have a sword in my car, and they just shoot him. Uh, they killed they kill my son because he's black. No white boy with a little sword would they shoot like he's running away. While he's running away, those stupid cops thought they had to murder over a toy. This is my baby. This is my family, and they ruined my family. Yeah, that's definitely his mother. According to the L.A. Times, there's evidence that suggests the shooting may not have been warranted. According to Salt Lake City Attorney Randall K. Edwards, an independent autopsy conducted Saturday at the behest of the Hunt family, showed Hunt had been shot numerous times, none from the front. Oh. This is consistent with statements made by witnesses on the scene who reported that Darian was shot to death while running away from the police. Edwards said in a statement, it would appear difficult, if not impossible, to reconcile these facts with the story released by the Utah County Attorney's Office that Darian lunged towards the officers when he was shot. We continue to hope that a full investigation will reveal the whole truth about this tragedy. I absolutely believe that those cops killed that man in cold blood right. while he was running away. No questions asked. Same here. That being said, this is also another reason why you don't need these swords. Right. Especially if you black. These police don't give a fuck, man. I tell Elon James like every day of my life, put the swords down. You got to find another way. Cops are looking for reasons to kill you as he is. Right. Your color is a weapon. Mm-hmm. As soon as they see you, they'll kill you for for being unarmed. You think they won't kill you for for, for this shit? They're not gonna wait till you uh get get out on jail get out on parole thirteen years after killing your seventeen year old girlfriend and shooting her mama right. and then let you eat somebody's brains and after asking you to politely go home while you're stalking this woman, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna just kill us. Yeah, I want Twitter to be around for a long time. Right. 
Um, all right. We're out of here. Tweet audio. Code TBGWT. Use it. We'll be back tomorrow at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. The guests will probably be Justin because Tuesdays with Justin is kind of a thing now. Mm-hmm. Even when we don't have shows to do, to do, he just expects to be here. So right, um, and we'll probably get mad if if we tell him otherwise. Speaking of which, another spinoff show was out today. Uh, another light skin moment too. Uh, episode two was out, so mm-hmm. you guys can go check out that one uh, where uh, Justin breaks down uh, a judge who. Wait, what was this one? No. A racist stripper. Um, yes. Until tomorrow, go Eagles, you sons of bitches. I told y'all, the Saints were going to miss bros. Y'all 0 and 2. We 2 and 0. Think about it. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.